on the new Terran settlement of Dias five years ago. Portis, Portis, are you all right? Portis! No, this, it can't, it can't be this. Portis, Portis, are you all right? Portis, Cleo, can you see Portis? <laughs> your, your friend's dead, just like you're soon gonna be. Well, come at me, Fuzzy. Your friend's dead too. <sighs> here to get the, the take to end all takes and damn it we were gonna leave all of us come at me you fuzzy stinking smelly dirty hairball you just try that dirty trick again me your friend is a stinking pile of dead animals you got lucky once, but you're gonna be ripped to pieces, little man. Well, come and try. Frown! This one's for Bordis. Hang in there, we're coming for you. This ain't over yet. Caps never die. Welcome back, everyone, to a somber but exciting episode of The Backwater Bastards, Cleo Day! <laughs> oh no. Cleo Day! Being that happy and enthusiastic seems wrong. Am I allowed to speak, do you reckon? I think, I, think I mean, so. you are here, so, you know, <laughs> out of character, speaking as, as... Out of character, I'm here. Cleo Day! Cleo Day. But also, in character, dead. Oh no, I shouldn't say dead. I'm here. I'm not alive. For, you know, you're not okay. I'm not okay. I'm, I'm, I'm joining the Black Parade as we speak. Anyway, I, I'm Dick. I'm dungeon mastering this uh, tragic affair. Oh no. With us uh, in spirit. Well, no, I mean, literally with us is, is Daniel. Thank but, you. Uh, with, yes. us, with us in spirit is the... Uh, the recently uh, zero hit pointed Bortus. <laughs> no Bortus. Still oh, not. Fran, I miss you. Fully aware, certainly not having not come to terms with this loss, is uh, Willem, aka Fron. Yeah, it's going to be very, very sad day today. And of course, uh, leading this this ragged band of uh, of, of burglars and misfits, uh, the Caps, is Taylor, aka Cleo. <laughs> about to launch myself out of a pile of trash. <laughs> That's how I wake up every day. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> everyone. <laughs> so yeah. we ended last episode on like, oh. you know, quite just a, this is a sort of cliffhanger that we don't really get to have very often. No. Because obviously uh, it's not like I try to kill you or anything. Look at Dick. Oh, Re- Dick is relishing smile this. that he's done there, yeah. Loves I don't it. know if Dick's ever been this happy in his... It is lucky he's sitting down. That's what, it, you know. That's kind of where <laughs> yeah. we're at. 
Well, no, I mean, if, if all the people bought us, it doesn't seem right. The one who walked backwards into every situation? Probably the first to go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I mean, it's uh, it's a foolish choice, or is it a super safe choice? I formation. Say. Maintain formation. I mean, yeah, he wasn't in formation when this happened. That's the problem. You guys That's got way too separated. Yeah. That's well, some might argue that it's almost like a really big pincer maneuver, but <laughs> and we deserve advantage <laughs> and give us that plus five. It's just that we're like it's a big pincer. Yeah, I mean if so, you know. if you're not all caught up on the the prior episodes of Cleo Day, probably just go back and do that. But regardless, yes. I think we all need a little refresher. Oh, a little refresh is always good. So last episode, Cleo and the Caps discovered that. Uh, there's, there's a, a whole nother room, a whole nother prison prison room or like living quarters room where all the A's were being kept and also discovered that the, um, that the scientists and the mercenaries seem to be evacuating their prisoners or at least the A's. Cleo, in a guard's uniform with a guard's rifle, sort of got in on this and tricked them about a little bit to uh, take control of the situation and get the A's out safely. They managed to knock unconscious one of the other guards and uh, get, get a second rifle. They managed to get the um, food replicators out of the walls and mm. get some some strong, strong uh, bodybuilder A-grade uh, specimens to carry them out. And then Cleo managed to blow a hole in the wall to the B and C room. And this is when things kind of took a turn for the, the, the not-so-great, when they discovered Something that like there that. were ursines roaming the halls on that side of the uh, facility. Uh clearly there to claim their bodies, claim their, their their B and C grade slaves. Two of those bears came through. The bastards, the bastards, the caps, hid and launched a surprise attack. Unfortunately, Bortus yeah. was unsuccessful in his attack and was swiped down with a deadly energy blade, a double-ended axe mm. carried by a giant seven-foot bear creature and was just chopped down. He was, he, he was, he was cut down and ripped apart, and didn't last long. And Bortus died on the floor. Quite a big cut. As Frond fought down the beer that killed Bortus and uh, managed to wrestle it down and shoot shoot his brains out, killing it. Cleo has been maintaining a, a spot of perfect stealth, just taking pot shots at the one remaining beer, who is being uh, taunted into charging at Frond. We come back into this world. <laughs> Everyone sounds so down. <laughs> I know. Dan's like, I'm attending my own funeral. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm watching mis- bloody such a misery time. Like, oh. <laughs> it's sad though, it I is. Had, I had them install a, a jack-in-the-box in my, fun- in my coffin yeah. just to be exciting for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Now we're really in it. Yeah, we're in it. So, um, yeah, Fron has just shot at this beer. This beer is getting ready to just charge at Fron with its um its its big two-handed energy axe. Mm. Cleo is bursting from stealth, however. Okay. He's running away from me, right? He is. I do still have a bomb. I don't want to blow my last ammunition, though. I feel like, you know, we might need that. I mean, that. you I got more one. bombs back in the locker. True. Grenades. But I have the guard rifle right now, so I'm going to jump out of this pile and start laying on this rifle on his back. But I'm shooting at his head. I think we just need a roll. Oh, 
And now, it is a 12. Bearing in mind that this bear has absolutely no idea where you are and is facing the other direction. He has no opportunity to dodge, to make any sort of evasive maneuvers. Accurate. Which means that this shot is just hitting. So Cleo leaping out. I mean, I feel like I need like the, the, the little the, the line of dialogue. This one's for Bordis. Taking the shot square in the back of the bear's head. Oh, yeah. It's just like a... a a grunt as the bear drops forward onto one knee and one hand, still clutching its axe, however. Its head, you can see there's just blood everywhere. There's a big, dark, black mess of blood on the back of its head. It's um, seriously damaged. It takes another four points of damage. As you might recall, uh, Portis already... Oh, actually, Cleo, I think, was already hit it once. So it's now sort of staggered and wounded. But as it was going to charge at Fron, it's now just been shot in the back of the head. And it sort of lumbers around, looking back at Cleo. Is, is Cleo going to reposition herself or uh, take any further action? All I can do... Well, hold on. I could run. Yeah, I mean, you've still got two points of energy, so you can, like... I could do, like, a run. <sighs> you know what I'm actually going to do? I'm going to break away and from my pile of trash and I'm gonna run over to Bordis because I don't want to run like next to the bear. Alright well because you've so, got this, the bear sort of staggered you can quite easily flank him you can sort of get around him over to Bordis. Yeah I'm gonna really run past him and kind of set up camp in front of Bordis and just like drop into my stance and I'm gonna yell pick on somebody your own size. And I'm going to, like, aim my gun at him for the next shot. Right, so Cleo easily, like, the bear sort of, like, takes, like, a a weak, weakened swipe, but it's it's got fuzzy eyes. It's just been shot in the head, after all. And really, there's nowhere near, no death perception. Cleo just sort of gets past, getting into position, guarding the bled-out Bortus on the ground. Bortus now in a very large pool of blood. And the bear is now sort of left, you know, like, holding the back back of its skull... And sort of getting itself back up onto its feet and having to make a difficult decision between Cleo and Fron, both who have their weapons trained on it. And you can see, like, there's actually desperation in this, this bear's eyes. There's fear in its eyes because this bear generally moves with, like, that quick speed, that confidence, that knowledge that it can, it can outlast the smaller, more vulnerable opponents. But now it's feeling quite small and vulnerable because... It's weak, it's injured, it's got a major head injury, and now the two of you are the, the, the dominant species in the room. And you see the fear in its eyes. As it, you can see there's this indecision because it knows that it doesn't have any good choices to make. <laughs> but regardless, seeing Cleo as, the, uh, as the, the, the greater threat at this point just charges down at her with its axe. Oh, Bang, he can move. This bear can move, y'all. <laughs> it's got the moves. I feel like I should know that about bears, but here we are. <laughs> so I've just rolled a 12. Whoa. Cleo does have enough energy to like make some sort of a dodge or defensive maneuver. Okay. I would like to dive swiftly <laughs> between his legs and to behind him. I'm going to need a dexterity roll. I'm so happy <laughs> For the that first you time. Dick. Yeah. This is not like an oh no this moment. This is not a drill. It's dexterity time. But people dexterity, everybody, and that means fast, stealthy, swift. <gasps> it's a 22. Damn. Damn. The motherfucking 22. 
That and is that 10 means better that than when 12. I go under him, I also get to like punch up on his nutsack. <laughs> Let's just uh, see how much damage you just dodged. Three points of damage. Uh, that's not not not. That's the not scariest, nothing when you're a little baby. Uh, yeah. That's still half your health. <laughs> Dan's over there like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Every time, like, I think of your jump, I picture, like, the Air Jordan logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his borders <laughs> fucking up midway. <laughs> so just Cleo. <laughs> Cleo, as as the beer is just lumbering in, bringing down this overhead strike with the energy axe, Cleo just dives in between its legs, getting a, a swift little kick punch. We go for a punch. I'm picturing like, like a like a, like a open, Superman dive. Like roll. a yeah, like a uppercut. Kind of like when a like a teenager goes through a doorway and they have to jump and hit the like molding because mm. you got to. It's the same energy. So Cleo, she she even gets a punch in her. She dive rolls through the bear's legs. As she punches, she feels some sort of defensive cup, unfortunately. Oh. The bear okay. is an armored bear. <laughs> but that's <laughs> the thought that counts. Wow, that's so that's almost embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> is there a bell noise? <laughs> <laughs> it's more hollow than you would expect, though. <laughs> Ooh. It is a pretty epic dive as she dives between its legs, There's rolling like a around. Leaf noise. Yeah. Rotating a full 180 to be once again on the ground in position, aiming the rifle at the back of this bear. But before she gets the chance to fire again, it is Fron's turn. Yes. And Fron is just going to take another shot at the bear's head from where he is. Yes. In that hurt bit. Mm. We're going to feel this bear up. This bear's about to be a coin purse. Oh, damn, you could... Yeah. Oh, man, rolled low in the wrong week. <laughs> Excuse me, is that an Is that an 18? That's an 18. That now is the, an 18. The bear, now like sort of huffing and puffing, but still with technically one energy left, is going to try and dodge this. Well, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but it looks like he might have. 14. Yes. But I rolled a 19. This bear ain't very dexterous, as we know about these Surprise. Ursides. Yeah. <laughs> 14, so the, the bear, like, it, it sort of, it tries to move. It, you know, bless it. It, it, it tries oh, to dodge out of the it. way, but it just gets shot in the side of the head again. Blood oh. spraying everywhere. The bear, now, it's looking like its, its eyes are, like, blurred. It's staggering. It's using its energy axe as like a walking stick almost. It's just like a scratching, uh, sorry, a burning, steaming, you know, effect going on as it sizzles on the ground where it's it's leaning on it to to stay upright. It takes a further three points of damage. Oh, shit. I have to be real right now. I've just pictured this in my mind and now I feel bad. (laughs) Because I love bears. (laughs) I mean, this is a pretty evil bear. I know, I still love him. <laughs> like, even if you were a fucked up bear, I would love you forever. Those ears. And, uh, Those it's, ears. It's, it's already come back around to Cleo's turn. Oh, that's so cool because I am going to shoot him again <laughs> in, that hurt, in that hurt bit. Um, surprise. <laughs> and it's looking oh, like damn. a 15. Boom. Okay, this bear is exhausted. It can no longer do anything other than sort of the, the bare minimum of trying not to get shot in the most obvious place. But Cleo is just following with, it, with her sights. 
the bear, like it, it raises one paw up into the air, holding it in front of its face as Cleo takes the shot. Fuck. Oh no. And almost anticlimactically, this this bear that's taken so much punishment, that's been so difficult to take down, the uh, the rifle shot blows its its paw apart. You see like fingers go flying, the hand is gone as it is shot in the face and oh, no. slumps onto the ground next to the lifeless body of Bortus. We damn boys! <laughs> Sorry, this whole time I was picturing the Snoop Dogg like Discovery Earth segment where he's watching like meerkats kill a cobra. <laughs> <laughs> That's what just happened here. Mm-hmm. We damn boys! We damn boys! <laughs> we just killed that bear. I really was wondering if that would happen because uh, those of you who listened last time know that it didn't work out like that mm. the first time. Um, it was a little bears more difficult. Bears are hard to kill. Yeah. Bears are hard to kill. Armored bears even more so. <laughs> <laughs> Armored bears are, are yeah, hard A normal to kill. bear, you just punch them in the nuts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was really going to like, I thought I was onto something there. And now we're in here with two dead bears. Two dead bears, and there's like still smoky screams and blast of fire and bear roars coming through the hole that you blew in the wall. There oh, are no. more bears in that other side of the facility. What the fuck? Yeah. Did we make enough noise to attract their attention? It doesn't seem so in, in sort of the immediate aftermath, at least. So I'm going to yell, Portis! And run over to help. To check on my friend. Hopefully that's not too loudly. But. I like how you ask. You're like, did we attract any attention? No? Before I okay. make some more. Now I'm going to yell. <laughs> not yet she didn't. It's really hard to get good peons, you know? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so Fron, rushing over to Bortus. You can see that Bortus, he's not moving. He There is a lot of blood. And his eyes, they, they don't look like a live person eyes. No, Bortus. No. Wait. This this ain't how it was supposed to go. This ain't over. Fron, you grab you grab that side. We're getting him out of here. Yes, we can't leave him here. We, what if we what if we take him to the to the box? Like we seen. What box, Cleo? You seen? They, they put the head they were going to put us in there but we escaped now I saw what they were doing and so did you I know you ain't a thinker it's alright I done the math they put one guy in another guy in the other and they swapped them maybe we can swap Bordis I, I may not be a thinker but I am a carrier I will carry Bordis you go on ahead and make sure that there are no more bears. And Fron oh. lifts his friend onto his shoulders, carefully oh to tear the wound even bigger. Because he's probably <laughs> in like uh. two pe- almost two pieces. Billy's like a piece of ripped chicken. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not quite flapping apart. Like he's he's got a big, deep wound right down there, but like it's only shattered some of the bones. So his body is holding itself into still into a general human shape. He's like a cut hot dog. Saffron, is yeah, as wide and sure-footed and strong as he is, can quite easily carry even the dead weight of Bortus. But um, which way is Cleo going to lead? Just straight back towards the boxes. <sighs> okay, um, um, we've had enough. 
we have a job to do. So we are going to probably carefully skirt the hole that I have made so that we do not attract any more attention. Uh, and we're gonna go into the glass box room, or at least, rather, I am going to go first and look into that room before mm -hmm. I go there. Uh, using the, all of the stealth that I can summon because we don't know what's happening in that room. All right, well, let's get a D20 for stealth. I've never done stealth so much in my life. Great, it's a five. <laughs> it's a five. So not off to a great start on the stealth front, but not regardless, really. Cleo, she has the um, she has the wristband to allow her to, to open up the door. As you recall, the, the door had actually been locked before mm -hmm. by the um, commander, the one who's um, unconscious on the ground. So Cleo, not particularly stealthily, probably a little bit exhausted from that that life or death fight against beers, a bit cut up about uh, Bordas's current state. She gets the door open, and although she's not being stealthy at all, luckily there's nobody near it. As she looks in, you can see like what had been a hive of activity of like mercenaries and soldiers and so on, uh, mercenaries and scientists and so on, has um, is, is died down a bit. Now there's only what looks like just two scientists left who are just like frantically packing up machines into big cases and then loading loading these pallets, these packages onto uh, onto a hover trolley and taking them away. And as Cleo comes out, you can see like one scientist has already got a full load and is like pushing it off out, out into uh, a door that you've not been through at the far end of the room. And there's one scientist left who's just like, you know, looking about like miserably, just like, just grabbing devices and sort of packs, stowing them away, checking her uh, her watch for the time mm. and paying absolutely no attention to the door that Cleo was peeking through. Fron! Fron! Fron, get over here! It's Cleo, on my way. As I do that, um, can I grab the rifle that Bordas was using in my other hand while I hold mm, onto... To... Extra guns. That's probably a good idea, yeah. I mean, I won't be able to use it, but I can just bring it along as I yeah, can. Yeah, you can like increase the, the appearance of firepower of you guys as well. Mm -hmm. yeah? You've got Bordas over one shoulder. You've got like a... Take a the bears one blaster too. strapped. And a, I, mean, he, I don't know if he can carry the bears giant weapon yeah, as well as Bordas, Bordas, to be honest. <laughs> and I like Take ranged weapons gun. against the bears. Gather it all. Loot everything. Well, now <laughs> open every box. Look in all pot plants. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, for now, we're going to spend 35 minutes going around the room and looting all of the raw materials from the bunk beds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gonna use... Is there any copper in the wall? <laughs> the bring That is how, that's how I play. <laughs> if we were being real Dians right now, that's what we would be doing. Yeah. We'd be like, quick, strip the wires. <laughs> but this time as well, isn't it, you know? like as, Bordas' as water will go back to the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, but you know what? We have business. We're cutting out that part. But just so you know, everyone, it definitely in our hearts would happen. Yeah. So, Fraun, Fraun, I done, look, I done open this door and look down. There's only two of them white coats in there. And I think we can take them. They're packing up. They're putting everything away. They're breaking that machine down. We can't let them. We can't let them leave. We got, we only got seconds. But they're putting that machine back up. I'll follow your lead, boss. <laughs> All right, we're getting Bordas back. Let's go. G give me a little, uh, or a little sort of a uh, head heads up on your uh, your your strategy coming out here. Do you want to place the scientists, or does it matter? So the scientists are between the two glass boxes. 
They're in the, the gap in the middle trying to pack down the machinery. Okay. And they are not facing me. No, they're they like one of them is like just carrying carrying their uh, their equipment out towards the door, and then one of them is just yeah like frantically packing things into these big boxes. I'm either gonna just rush want... them, just rush them, and put all right, you know all right. shove the rifle in their faces and order them. I mean, they're scientists, so they they yeah, probably exactly. don't have weapons. Yeah, exactly. You can weapons. just intimidate them. I'll lumber along with um, <laughs> with the bleeding with corpse of the corpse, birds. but also with the rifle. Not that I'm yeah. can really aim very well at them, but also you know just being very menacing and threatening. Like a submachine gun. Exactly. Okay. I mean, cool. a guy carrying a corpse and a gun is pretty fucking intimidating. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. Okay, I'm gonna like honestly, I'm gonna quietly run out. Yeah, okay. So Cleo just runs it. straight out to the closest side. Yeah, mm-hmm. I run out to the closest side behind them, and then I'm going to put my gun, like, I'm going to train my gun on the neck of one of the scientists. All right, so I one, see you're packing up. One scientist is pushing pushing the trolley out the other end to the one you walk in as you come in behind and point the gun, and it sort of stops and like looks around, like, oh, oh, oh. and the, the scientist who is packing things up just sort of freezes, like stunned, jaw dropped, still holding like one of the devices, one of the little sort of the funnel pipe type things that seem to be like at least the, the, the sort of main functional part of uh, of their testing, just frozen there, looking at you like midway putting it into a box. You're going to want to stop what you're doing for a minute. I'm going to need you to do something else in the next minute. So listen good. No, no, please. The, the, the ship is leaving. The ship is... We don't have very long. Do I... It is leaving. It is. But you're not going to be on it. Oh, please, please. I, I, can't, I cannot stay here. I'm going to click the gun. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Okay, I, I'm sure I can get another other trans, transport. Whatever you want. Okay, okay. I'm going to need you to set the box back up. Right now. You don't don't even understand how it... I do understand. You're packing up the box, and I needs it. But we don't know if this one works. The the one that works has already been... uh, I'm I'm putting it back. Finish your sentence. Finish it. The one that works is where? It's on the ship. It's gone. Oh, fuck, Dick. We haven't tested these ones. The test subjects that we were going to use them on vanished. Well, we have a new subject for, for you right here, and we are going to test it right now. You heard you, the man. You, get in the box. What? Yeah, your friend over there with the trolley. Come over here and get in this box. That's right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're testing it. Don't, don't do this. Don't do this. They're pointing guns at me. I have to do this. They got the same fucking voice. <laughs> <laughs> They're just scientists. They got scientist voice. Wait, but one of them can have a helmet on. Mm. <laughs> By or a mask. Mm. Oh, they have masks. Mm. Just, They're masks. Just get in the box. Like, there's, there's, there's every chance that you'll be fine. <laughs> now you, you're going to turn it on for us. As a uh, sort of one scientist, like you know, at gunpoint miserably steps into the uh, the other box and uh, and Fron puts Bordas's lifeless body into uh, into this sea box oh my god and the uh, it looks like he's getting his job anyway the, the scientist the, uh, the, the scientist <laughs> in the middle sort of like yeah frantically reassembling things firing things up you can see like 
almost like a, a disturbing sort of, you know, passion in her eyes. As she, she clearly... She's into it. She wants to know if these different ones work because they clearly had like a series of different experimental um, sleeve engines, which is what these things are. They're all supposed to be tested today. First one didn't work. The second one apparently did work. These final three, they just have no idea. And uh, she's she's already locked both cells. The uh, <laughs> the um, the other scientists sort of like looking horrified. Clearly, some sort of assistant who was uh, relegated to just rolling things out. Dan, are you ready to play Frankenstein monster? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see if it works. And. Um, yeah, the scientist in the middle, she's, she's sort of working away frantically. Every now and then she looks over her shoulder and like sees Cleo snarling and pointing a gun and like, immediately looks back to her work. But there is, you know, like this sort of faint excitement in her eyes as she slowly stands up, her hands coming up with her, a sign of non-aggression, turning around to face Cleo. It's ready. Well, what are you waiting for? Ain't the ship leaving? They're gone. Doesn't mean that now I can't... Press it. Press the button. Shouldn't I do a countdown? Sure. One. It's just not normally what we do. Okay, then. Sorry about this, Wilfred. And she pushes the button. Co-worker of the year. (laughs) I've worked with her. (laughs) And the the scientist in the glass box just sort of like, is just like sort of staring like crestfallen, shaking his head. It's like not just not saying anything, just like, oh, shit. Cleo looks across the room at Fran. And then the room begins to sort of vibrate and there's like sparks flying from the partially exploded wall that you guys kind of ruined most of how this experiment works. <laughs> and the lights just dim and flash. And then, and then the center, you see everything whirring. And for the first time you get a proper look at this thing firing up. And you're not sure if it was this ramshackle last time, but everything is shaking about. There are sparks flying everywhere. And the device in the middle almost just sort of hanging there uselessly and then all of a sudden as if it's like a magnet being pulled by you know two other magnets just sort of positions itself so it is pointing at the two the two heads one end pointing at the the lifeless skull of Bortus one head pointing at the yeah he, he tries to sort of like dodge away from it but it just stays affixed in that location until he eventually slumps again and drops down sitting in the corner in the glass sort of mumbling, almost like looking like he might just be praying or saying some sort of last words that are inaudible to you under the hum and moan of this electrical equipment. And then the lights just go out. Hello? Did it work? And Bortus opens his eyes. No. In a much smaller, wirier body, wearing a long white lab coat slumped in the corner and in a in a glass box. Oh. 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 Run. Clear. Run. Clear. Look, you stay back, you bloody bear. I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll get. Clear. Run. Clear. Bortus. Bortus, you're right. You're right. Don't worry. Run. We, we, the the bears aren't here. We've taken care of the bear. bears. We've taken care of the bears. Don't worry. We got it. You just be calm. Be calm. Oh, Cleo, oh. tell that scientist to get this fucking door open. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, why are you on that other side? What are you doing in a box? You should... Well, wait, you, you are in the box. And then uh, suddenly, like, a, a torch lights up, and finally you can all see now. 
the, the pitch black sort of like you know goes away as as the, the scientist holding the torch so pointed up at her face like uh, a huge grin on her face it's like this one has worked even better <sighs> seems to have blown out the unit however don't know if it will work again I like the, the doors doors yes yes sorry and she's like tapping away on the console as the door opens up and you can see scientist bought us sort of, you know having shakily gotten to his feet seeming to like have immediate control of this body as though his his brain his memories his his persona has been neatly stamped onto the existing brain that knows how to operate this body oh as though there God. is there's definitely some amount of the prior scientist left there to to keep the transition smooth and bortus can't even really sort of immediately sense that Fran runs over to to scientist bortus and grabs him by the cheeks, just holds his head and, like, turns him this way and that, peering in through the eyes. Uh, how are you feeling, Portis? Are you all right? Um, yeah, Fron, I'm all right. Okay, I fell over. I was trying to, uh, you know, are you okay, Fron? I am now, my friend, but all right. don't look in the other box. <laughs> <laughs> What? Amen. Fron? No. Uh, turn his head as he tries to look. I just turn his head back. It's like, no, I said, don't look in the other box. Uh, and probably not in a mirror right now until we get out of here. Fron, what are you talking about? Where is Cleo? Cleo, what is going on? Cleo. Fron, why Mortis. are we in the box? I thought we were getting out of Mortis. here. Things are different. Things are different now. We've we got to get out of here. I agree. I don't want a job anymore. I want to be a dirt farmer. I am sick of this. Let's get out. Look, you've even got the new uniform. Uh, no, Sky said, don't worry about that. Right now. <laughs> Here's your gun. And I give him the rifle. Thank you, Fran. I will... Uh... Before we leave here, <laughs> I'm going to turn back to the scientist. The machine that did that. Give it to me. Do it now. I guess I have my notes. She like, you, you can, can see like she's like she's moving her hands so slowly. She really does not want to hand this thing over. Like this is this is like you know she didn't hesitate to experiment on her colleague, but she really does hesitate in handing this over before finally like stretching it out, holding it in an upturned hand, looking at the floor like almost sulkily as she hands the uh, the slightly burnt out looking um, sleeve engine over to Cleo. Now get the ship that you were so worried about missing now looks looks between the three of you swallows and then rushes off towards that that far door hey cleo what are you doing messing around with that person over there we're gonna be late we need to get out of here you crazy all right all right just just making sure that that we leave here with a take no matter what good to know that we're still getting that take then huh I mean, you've got a, a machine that basically is immortality in, in, in a sort of a twisted, horrible way. Mm-hmm. Hey, Fron. Oh, that's weird. Fron, uh, did you get... You seem to have gotten a bit bigger, buddy. Congratulations on the buffness. Uh, that food must have been good, huh? Oh, or that, or I've shrunk, but um, that probably hasn't happened. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Formation time, is it? Oh, yes, probably hasn't happened. So, which, <laughs> which, which way are you going to go? 
Uh, Cleo, are you still wanting to see if we can save any of the other B's and C's? Because I think that's the room that has uh, all the bears. Uh, how how are we going to get out of this room? Well, there's the way we came. There's the other way. And then there's the holes that I made. Now, we could have a look in the B and C room. Because we don't know what's in there. We don't know what they're doing. And we don't know what's happening all the way back up to the surface. Which is the only way I know out. But we gotta leave this room. Because our business here is done. Yeah, I don't like this room, eh? It's got a bad vibe. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it fucking... So, do we want to try B and C? Because, yeah, if there's more bears. I want to look inside the room because what if it's just like one bear? Mm. Okay, just roll a bit I of I mean, yeah, they, they are getting like, taken away into slavery. Like, it is like. Uh, I feel like we can't. Like, the A's didn't even need that much help, but the B's and C's actually do. Mm, and if we mm. leave them, also, then the that's whole place look is on shitty. fire, burning down and stuff. I don't think, like, I think we can be stealthy, but I don't think we need to be, like, you know, snake like, level really stealth. Stealthy. I think we can just be, like. Like, I'm okay. not going to barge in that yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. look first. Yeah, cool. I'm doing that now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking first. All right, let's All go. Right, well, let's, let's have a stealth roll regardless, because I want to see how uh, how nondescript. All right. All right, listen. We got to get out of here. Yeah, I agree. Don't worry about the take. We already sent the A's with, with as many replicators as they could carry, and they are caps now, so that's that's from us. And I, and I got this, this thing. Oh, Cleo, that looks useless. What is that? Just a fancy well, can. Don't worry, you none about it. I like cans. Well, it's a it's a different kind of can. Yeah, and we've I, got food I'm replicators now, Fron. I don't even know if we we'll ever need a can again in our life. Well, I know it looks a little scorched, but it's it's a very scientific looking can. Oh, yeah, well, you ain't gonna need to be using it. You're all right. Yep, I don't expect I will. But first, we're gonna have to look into the B room because that's you where those bears came from. We can't leave our people down here. So we gotta see what they're up against before we leave. I ain't making like a mud fence leaving my people in here knowing that we didn't even try. So we gotta sneak up. I am with you, boss. Yep. Taking my position. Walking backwards. <laughs> ah. Uh. <laughs> so as the three of you uh, make your way and this room is now, it's it's it's... The, the only light you see now is from like flickering electronics and fire as the, the electricity in the compound seems to have you know, gone off at least in this section from, uh, from your, uh, your attempts well, your successful attempt to uh, reanimate uh, well. Bortus or transfer <laughs> Bortus into a new body So when Sorry, Cleo what? does make it to the door that leads to the, the B, BC room and quietly opens it up, there is oh, suddenly very bright, like incredibly bright, like sunlight bright as the door opens up and you're sort of like having to shield your eyes as you can tell that 
the roof has either been taken off or opened up. I thought we were underground. And there is, there is a sound, kind of sound up above. And as your eyes adjust to the light, you see, it's, it's kind of crazy in here. You look in and like the roof has just been opened up and you are now in a pit. You sort of look up and there's uh, sand and so on has all sort of been falling in. And up above, you see an Ursine ship. It's, uh, it's smaller than the, um, the, the great sort of the great warship that's been looming in the sky for the past while, but it is unmistakably of Ursine design. It's like a great big black steel wedge with just two of those curved fangs coming around the back of it. And more importantly, an immense chain just descending from the center of it down into the room where you are. The chain sort of comes down. You can see the ship sort of hovering up above you. The chain descends all the way down to the center of the room where there's a huge square cage. Like, I'm talking a cage with bars. And inside of it is 20 dire citizens looking really, like, beat up and shocked and wailing about Several of them just lying on the ground with blood oozing out of their uh, out of their their noses and ears, and standing on top of that cage, holding onto the chain, sort of you know, growling into uh, some sort of communicator, is a, s- a single ursine. Rosh, Cleo, what are we gonna do? They're getting away. <laughs> no, they ain't. Now listen, I need you to hold on to this. I'm going to hand the sleeve engine to Fron. Mm-hmm. This is what we used to help Bordus. No, you didn't. All right. <laughs> we'll talk about this later, Bordus. Fron, you need to hold this because I got to make a bomb. Let's try that again. You got to bring me up slowly. If we hit the walls, you'll kill too many of them. Quiet in there. The more you hassle, the worse it's gonna be for you. And you can see that the chain that sort of goes limp and is sort of waggling about as the bear is sort of like hanging onto it and like giving some taps on it as it pulls tight again and the, the cage is sort of like wobbling and like lifting slowly, slowly off the floor. So Cleo's going to make that last bomb because we are getting down to the wire and I think we're gonna need it at some point. But we can't use it right now because we've got all our people in a cage. And they won't be able to Hostages. get away from the blast. So the bomb is not for this moment, but these guns is. <laughs> well, give me a bomb roll because we need to know like how good this bomb, bomb is. No, come on. It can be a good bomb. <laughs> it's going to be a good bomb. Everybody, everybody pray for an amazing bomb. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be one of the best bombs. <laughs> yeah, this is such a weird thing to ask for. Bugger. <laughs> Jinxing oh, it now. <laughs> it's a seven. So, you know what? It's like, it's like a, not the best bomb. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a good bomb Uh-oh. at all. Maybe this is what happens. No, no, okay. No, no. But it's it's not a misfire, but it is it's a failure of a bomb. It's the last of the last. There's a reason that it's still here. It's the runt. It ain't, but it ain't gonna that work don't right. mean it ain't going to blow up. So it just might hurt all of us. <laughs> we know how that goes. I'm just going to make it and, like, tuck it away. And I'm going to set up and pull my rifle. Y'all got bullets left? Because this guy in the middle, he be asking for them. That's such a weird I'm thing to ask for, Cleo. But, uh, yep. 
happy to oblige. <laughs> Order up, and it's time time to shoot. So as uh as uh Fron tucks away the the sleeve edge and as as Cleo puts the bomb together, the um the cage is beginning to rise up, and you can see it's, it's swinging directly towards one of the walls, and the bear's like, easy, easy. Uh, as the 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 cage smacks into the wall, you see all the all the dire citizens just all collapsing over top of one another, falling over. One of them smacking their head directly into one of the iron bars and like cutting it open. Blood going everywhere as the bear angrily like punches the wall, yells down the walkie-talkie, the um the communication device again. What did I tell you about damaging the merchandise? Just take it slow. The cage sort of swings back and is slowly going up, scraping up the wall. Time to shoot. I follow Cleo's lead. You're just going to shoot? Yeah, I'm opening fire. I think I have like two shots left, so yeah. And I unfortunately have rolled a 14, so, you know. Well, yeah. 14 ain't bad. It's happening. Uh, Let's let's just get all three three rolls while we're we're here as well. I've rolled an 18. Oh, these are all good, good, uh, good shots. Damn, Fire 14. We've got a 14, a 19, and an 18. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. The yes. bear is not looking at any of you. Like, it's, it's got its own problems because it is, it really is trying to, like, just, you know, not fall off, not get sm- squished against the wall, and also keep all the, all the slaves alive. So it's, it's, it's got a lot on its plate as all three of you just let fire. And you all hit it. As the bear's like first gets shot by Cleo, so it's like looking down, wavering, but still hanging onto the chain, reaching around behind it to pull out some sort of weapon. When it gets shot by uh, by Fronz blast as well, taking a further six points of damage. You can see just like you know, the blast is sort of going in, but the bear is still standing there firmly as it takes another blow, and then Bortus aiming in as well, blasting away. And it takes a shot in the thigh. It's sort of growling as it lets go of the chain and leaps from above down towards you. It's taken oh, yes. nine points of damage in total, and the thing is still standing. As it leaps down off the cage towards you. And I'm gonna do a dexterity okay. roll for that. <laughs> and, he, and he slips. <laughs> And he hits his head and dies. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wow, a nine. The, go, bear, go. The bear, it, it jumps off the cage and then lands like heavily on the ground. It does not land tidily. It sort of like lands on both feet in one paw and sort of rolls over awkwardly. You can, you can almost, you know, you can hear like the, sort of, like the creaking of muscles as it flops onto its back and sort of like it's kicking about its legs on the ground there. Oh, damn, Cleo. Um, plan? Keep firing. <sighs> We're going to fill him up just like we did his friends. The bear, eyes sort of like wide as it's, you know, surrounded by the three of you all pointing weapons down at it. Looks, looks up, looks down, and then very, very quickly scurries around behind the cage using the, uh, using the, the dire citizens as meat shields. Wait one second. You don't want your friends here to die, do you? Well, do ya, punk? 
No, not really. And at that point, you suddenly see one one of your uh, one of your fellow die Dicians suddenly just yanked by the scruff of the neck back against the bars of the cage, grabbed from behind, thick ursine claws holding them firmly against the bars, and you see a snout slowly peek between the bars, a gaping maw and teeth threatening clenching upon the top of the skull of this person. Holy shit. Putting those jaws, you know, like tightly around the skull and like the eyes sort of like beadily looking down at the three of you and then the bear backs off, drool sort of arching from the from the head of its victim back to its teeth. This gibbering, terrified dire citizen, the lines of blood dropping down from where the, the, the jaws had been lightly clamping its their skull. Don't come any closer. The three of you, you should get out of here with your lives and let me take what I earned fair and square. Bortus, Bortus, don't listen to what he said. You go left, I will go right, and we try and stop him from eating that person. Yep, I think that's probably a good idea. So then, but as Bordas takes off, I think I would like to drop to the f- to the ground and try and shoot at the bear's feet to try and hopefully hit him and distract him enough so that Bordas can actually get around before I continue on my journey. But let's try the foot oh, shooting. You're going to like shoot like underneath the um the sort of the, the, the swaying cage, yeah. Exactly. Just uh, don't leave me hanging in the air or anything like that, Afron. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going. Sprint off down the down Why? the side. You're go. Oh, sh- oh heck. Let's let's Those have idiots. a um, let's have a a, a, a a roll a shoot sh- shoot roll from Fron. Of course. The <laughs> 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 so Fron aiming underneath the swaying cage sort of shoots the ground and there's like a spark and like dust flies up and the bear is sort of just growling and his eyes are looking looking down and it ducks down under the cage back at Fron like you murder in its eyes but giving Bortus the perfect opportunity <laughs> to sort of come around the side line up a shot. Oh, Fron, you could have shot a little bit better than that, but okay. Okay, Bortus, you got this up over that. Fron, come on, you bloody big hairy bloody thing. Oh, and then I'll uh, hide behind some debris, turn around the corner and start shooting. Oh, let's get that roll as well. Oh, it's a six. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's another fair roll. Fron shoots and misses. Bordas comes around, shoots and misses. The bear is actually like dodging away and the bear is holding on to now two of the bars of the cage and it grunts and swings the cage around, getting itself behind the cage and slamming it towards the wall where Bordas is trying to hide. I'm going to need a dexterity save from Bordas to not get <laughs> smashed by this thing. Oh my god. Six. Yes. Oh no, it's, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking Listen, already... we just got you this body, don't fuck it up. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> smacked, the wind knocked out of him. He feels like possibly even like a rib breaking as he takes two points of damage. And again, the, all the people inside tumble about smacking and 
and bought us uh, oh my God. And your frail little upon getting sort of yeah, cr crushed crushed a little bit by the cage. Also catches like a boot <laughs> in the face as someone slides along the inside of the cage towards it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm very sorry. Keep up the good work. I did not mean to kick you. Oh, and that second I, kick was just me trying to get away from you so that I didn't kick you again. Yeah. Okay, maybe everyone keep their hands and feet inside the ride next time, please, and thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> but as the bear is doing this and rolling around, it exposes itself to Cleo because it's swung the cage all the way around to the point where it is now back exposed to where Cleo is. Cleo's been watching this frantically. Fron and Bortus both pinned on the other side of the cage. These idiots. God damn it. Dumber to both of them together. Dumber and a brown in a sandbox. And they just run off and this is it. This is the last of it. It's time to deploy the bomb. Cleo's going to run straight towards the cage. And I'm going to jump. And while I jump, I'm going to pull the pin on my shitty bomb and uh, grab onto the bear and stuff the bomb into its armor and just yell, I'm taking you to hell with me. <laughs> oh. So let's see what happens. <laughs> I can't watch my okay. people die again. So first of all, I'm gonna need, I'm, I'm gonna need a strength roll for this whole bear wrestling maneuver. Okay, 14. Ooh, that's pretty that's good for a weak little Cleo. I can't watch one of my people die again. This is the end. I've what rolled 20 on my bear oh strength. Oh my god. Okay. As Cleo comes in, stuff, trying to stuff, trying to grab the bear and stuff the bomb into its armor. The bear lets go of the cage, so releasing Bortus now, who can slump down to the floor behind it. Be the bear. Seeing Cleo trying to stuff this bomb that's going to blow up in seconds, it's looking down, and it lifts her up above its head and just throws her at the opposing wall. Halfway through the air, Cleo's sort of eyes widening in surprise as her maneuver goes a little bit awry. The bomb goes off. Oh, shit. And there is just an explosion. There's rubble, there's dust, there's this screaming and wails, there's ringing in everyone's ears. And when the dust settles, there's just that creaking sound of the, the chain up above. You can see that the chain has been blown apart. Fuck. The cage has landed heavily in the middle of the room and the top half of the chain is just like sort of dragging along the wall as the ship is just dejectedly flying away. But as the dust settles, you see two bodies, bloody, battered, motionless on the ground. The ursine, which is still breathing, there's like a ragged, like, like it's blood in its lungs, lying on the floor and sort of like staggering, it's like raising a claw towards Cleo like it wants to get in one last slash, but... Uh, just collapses with pain, totally unconscious, and there is the lifeless form of Cleo de Cap, and she is severely burnt all the way down one side of her face, her body, everything. There's burnt, charred flesh and blood. 
there's uh looks as though like one eye is just sort of like sealed shut with burns her, her face is looking just kind of smashed in a bit and her chest does not seem to be rising and falling well shit Fron Fron what's going on over there buddy no Cleo Fron runs over to Cleo to check and check her vitals and see if she's departed oh. Fron is it Cleo is Cleo down Oh, bloody hell, Fron, I'm coming. Drop the gun and sprint over. Oh, look at all you, you're just standing there. Do something, you idiots. Bloody C's and B's. <laughs> oh, we're in a cage. Oh, actually, well, we can get out over here it's now. It's single file, though, because we can't all get... No, that's not single file. Oh, that kind of hurts. Okay, now, yeah, now single file. <laughs> Fron, Cleo. Mortis, Mortis, wait, wait. What do you mean, wait, Fron? This bloody Cleo is bleeding. She is burned. I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something. We cannot be doing this right now. Cleo needs bloody medical assistance. Oh, bloody hell. And you are going to be the medical assistance. I have to tell you something. What? Wait, You also died earlier. (laughs) Fron? I don't, don't think out. now is the moment don't, to start bringing up uh, some like deep philosophical stuff. No, okay, we've no, all been no, through a don't lot. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. You mentioned earlier that you think I grew or you shrunk. Well, yes. You are in a different body. And this can did the job. Look at it. And I take the, the, the can and I show it to Bortus. Bortus. So, yeah, I like looking at his hands in a new way. Like, they, they actually do look really different. Like, more, most importantly, they're not covered in calluses, not covered in scars. <laughs> it doesn't look like the hands of a dirt farmer at all. His fingernails are, uh, are you know, like neatly manicured and clean. In fact, these are just very much not his hands. Look, Fron, the... F- I don't understand what you're going on about, okay? I've been an employed man for a whole day, okay? It does things to a person. Now, we need to find a bloody doctor. But in the back of Bortus's mind, there is this this, this sort of wry sort of, you know, like, acceptance, (laughs) like, he's right, you know. What do you bloody mean he's right? Just look at this can. Here, look at it. Move over. over, over. There's no bloody moving over. Will you move over? Like I, I think I, I think I understand. Budge over. And Bortus does feel like a, a sort of a, a tickle, a, a psychic tickle, where he's being encouraged to step to one side inside his own inside his own body, as an unfamiliar presence steps into the fore and takes the device from from. And for a moment, Bortus's mind melds with that other mind, and Bortus suddenly has an, a complete understanding of like he has like memories of 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 a of a of a lab assistant who uh, had dreams of being a a great scientist who who struggled with the morality of of human testing but eventually decided that the advancements of science and the uh, the prestige that could be involved in these experiments was just worth all the horrors and then the uh, the realization upon committing horrifying act after horrifying act that he didn't have what it took to stomach it and never really got past that position of being a lab assistant not willing to be the one to to walk up and push the button 
and wanting to make one final act of goodness and save the woman that put the end to the horrifying experiments. God shivers, you guys. Now, now look at this thing and tell me, do you know how it works? And Bortus somehow does. Of course I'd know how this works. You come in my building and you tell me what to do, you put me in that box, and now you need my help. Ah, it wasn't just 30 minutes ago that you put me into that box, and now, well. Listen, I don't care about your personal problems right now. My friend is very hurt. I've already lost one friend today, kind of, and I'm not losing another. Please use this thing and help clear. Put... The bear over there looks like he is still alive. What, what, hold on, let me just go check. Yeah, the bear is still alive. So, so use this thing and put Cleo in the bear. Right, well, well, you do strike quite a desperate plea. Now, pick her up. All right, I'm going to need some wires. And uh, I'm going to need, well, I don't know if you could get any type of bloody power source from around here. Grab that gun. We could use some of the leftover charges from that, I'm sure. Ah, oh, well, everyone else got the bloody science labs and the equipment and everything. Now I'm stuck here in this dirt farmer and I've got nothing to use but all of this scrap. Yes, we'll, we'll save your friend and it'll be the bloody scientific achievement of a lifetime. <laughs> At this point, the, um, the the dire citizens have all sort of got their way out of the cage, and they're all sort of like they've been making their way around the place, and uh, the the doors have been sort of like blown open, and they've realised that they can actually they can go through the hole that Cleo made earlier. Well, thanks for saving us. I I hope whatever all this goes okay, but uh, I really just want to get out of here. Eh? But w- wait, wait, wait. We need some wires. Everybody, look around. Look around for some wires. <laughs> they're all sort of like, like, sort of like, no, no, sort of shaking their heads. And then one of them points across the room, and there, where the wall has been peeled back at least once, <laughs> is the sparking, <laughs> flickering, ruined shape of a slightly malfunctioning but clearly still powered food replicator. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> dick magic! Damn. <laughs> Food replicator saved my life. Cleo is at least thirty percent food replicator. Yeah, (laughs) you are what you eat, (laughs) and then some. (laughs) Yeah, episode title. Uh. (laughs) So, um, Wilfred, the the scientist inside Bortus, who Bortus inside Wilfred. Sorry, yeah, but sorry, sorry. I mean, Bortus, Bortus is the dominant personality now. Bortus has been imprinted onto this this brain, and it's just that sort of that lingering ghost of a being that's still there in the in the nervous system, really. Yeah, but it it is able to take control for short bursts of time, and it, it does so. Going to do that that one final act, prove himself a scientist. Wilfred, the lab assistant, starts working. You know, like skillfully taking the the power source out of a rifle and throwing the the useless useless shell away, pulling out you know wires from the uh, the food replicator, just rewiring, routing things through the food replicator, getting a console that can control the flow. Now, it's like child's play, <laughs> and then you know motioning for Fron to carry Cleo closer to the beer. It's like, Fron, you there? 
big boy. Go bring her over here closer. All right. Fran does as is instructed. The, the primary thing that's missing without the machines is that uh, you don't have that magnetic effect of the um, of it being pointed at the two skulls. This is the bit, the bit that has to be done absolutely perfectly. As Wilfred guides Bortus's new body to aim the device perfectly between the two skulls and then hold it steady and still. Right. Now you're all going to witness, well, quite the achievement today. All of this bloody building reduced to this. And I will be the one who have achieved the greatest scientific feat that this lab couldn't achieve. I love it. He's got a chip on his shoulder. That's really good. (laughs) Now, Fron, is it? Yes. But you know me, Portis. Yes, well, we're going to only have one shot at this. So I'm going to need you to keep her head very still. I can do that. As I hold this beam, while it's active, we cannot interrupt this flow. Now, if you'll indulge my greatest scientific moment with a countdown, please, I think we can begin. All right. Um, three, uh, two... and tapping on the console of the food replicator, which immediately begins sort of spraying a fizzy, sugary drink out of itself (laughs) onto the ground. Yes. (laughs) But also projecting power into the device through the severed, severed, severed wires. There's a jolt as it starts about, but uh, Wilfred, a.k.a. Bortus, manages to rein it back in and hold it as it shakes and vibrates and singes his hand and he grits his teeth and holds it in place. His eyes widening as his hand is burning. It is incredibly painful and he's struggling to, to hold this thing steady, getting the other hand sort of like holding it to his wrist, but like it's wobbling and the two beams which are now sort of shooting out of this thing onto the two skulls are wavering dangerously away from location. It's at this moment that Bortus knows but uh, the time for being smart is over and the time for being foolishly brave and not afraid of burning your hands a little bit has come and shoves easily, it turns out. Being the dominant personality in this brain now, shoves the scientist out of the way and resumes control over the, their shared body. Now it's your now turn to step, step back. I got this. Fron, you hold her steady. I got it. I got it. And as Bortus holds the sleeve engine firmly now like perfectly pointed at the skull of Cleo and the skull of the ursine a sort of raspy fluttering breath of the ursine as it vibrates and sparks and the lights all go out Cleo 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 are you alright Cleo Three days later, at the Bringening. I hereby award the best take at the Bringening to the Caps. <gasps> Bortus, if that truly is still your name, Fron, I think I share the sentiments of 
of you and all of your gang when I say this victory truly goes to the, the late and great legend of our time, Cleo de Cap. Oh, Fran. It saddens me to think that she did not survive to see her gang win and to see the new dawn on Dias that she has brought about. With these food replicators, no longer will we live and die by the moistness of our dirt. Now, I want you boys to revel for a moment in that glorious change that you were brought about. Oh, Fran. Cleo was the best friend, best boss. Yeah. And best member of this community that any of us could ever know. Yeah, that's right, Fron. That's right, Cleo. Well, uh, you know, I wish you were here today, Cleo, but, uh, well, you taught us a great many things. Like, always look where you went and, uh, <laughs> don't jump real high. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, oh, Fron. Thank you, Cleo, for everything that you did for us. We will never forget you. And these food replicators will stand as a testament to all of the things that you have provided for our community. That's lovely, boys. Now, does everybody have their cup of water? That, yes, everyone, they've all been handed out. All right, I want you to, I want you to lift your cup to the sky, and we're going to toast. You're going to have your first taste of clean, fresh water. And we're going to toast to Cleo de Cap. To Cleo de Cap. 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 As you can see, people have begun pouring water from the um, food replicators to plastic cups one by one, stepping carefully through the crowd, looking at the ground glumly. The, uh, the second place winner in the takening, Margot, Blue Eyes McCracken, steps forward up to Bortus and Fron, and sort of like sheepishly looking at the ground, then looking up and looking at them dead in the eyes, a single tear dropping down her cheek. I'll beat you craps next year. <laughs> what a bitch. No way you're ever gonna, no way you're ever gonna do better than me without, without Cleo. She was the best, best of y'all, best of all of us, but. We miss well. her too. We miss her too, maggot. <laughs> I'll beat you next year, craps. You can try. We'll be here. And as we pan back away from the, the cheering, drinking, celebrating the life of Cleo crowd, pan away up to the clifftop above, looking down on the great bonfire, looking down on the bringening. And there stands a hulking, seven foot tall, fur-covered ursine form, wreathed in a long dark cloak, and looking down on a life she can never return to.
Damn. Damn. <laughs> well, well done. Pass that water around. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end the episode. And that oh, my days. is where we will end Cleo Day. Jeez. Oh. There are more Cleo One stories more. from her past to be told. Yeah. They'll be told at another time. You just answered a question with more questions, but it feels <laughs> so good. Feels so good. Oh my God. Oh. I, I just had Pour to get out. all cinematic there with like a mini, mini cliffhanger. <laughs> Every time it is get the way. cinematic. Always embellish. Yes. Yes. <laughs> love it. That was wild. That was so good. I loved when they were doing the sleeving and like Bordis is trying to like manage two brains and like <laughs> that was that was something else. And I, I we mean, still love- freed some of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like generally mm-hmm. speaking, like, and people got away. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got out, you know, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right now. A bunch of seas. Mm. Yeah, and everybody's a, a sea now. And there's now an abandoned uh, warehouse facility that's just rich in resources that everyone you in that know gang that, that thing was almost instantly fucking like a strip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just been getting stripped down. Like, you, yeah, wow. Like everyone's you know, like upgraded their, their caravans with like white plating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got so much of that stuff. Got to do something with it. Damn, Dick, that was incredible. Jumpsuits for everyone. What an arc. Clear, what an arc. Bellum, what an arc. Oh, I can't believe yeah, we amazing. managed to get from A to B as well. Cause like, yeah, that's always the hard part with these is actually having to do something. We, we, we didn't really fudge things. Like this was, no. we, this was a, we played a tabletop game and we managed to get to the point of Cleo in a beer body leaving Dias. Like, yeah. Dan is proof that we didn't fudge this because, boy, we did not want Bordis <laughs> yeah, exactly. to die. <laughs> I never wanted that to happen. <laughs> but it is I mean, crazy. It did, it's just, did work as a good way to get Cleo in possession of sleeve technology information. It's it always wild work. when you get to the end of a story in any type of arc. It always just feels like, how could it have gone any other way? You know, it yeah. just... Mm-hmm. It just uh It does it, feel like that because you dying was absolutely not what we wanted. Not at all. And I was genuinely and it upset. made the story ten times yeah. better. Yeah. And then today, just uh ugh, you know, it just just role playing those characters, everything just went. It, it it was really incredible. It was really fun, really, really great. Amazing work, Dickie. Wow. And the everyone. origin stories always blow my mind. Like yeah. it's because it's so important. We're having like just those 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 mm-hmm. wild questions to answer. Like we, we, the same thing with Hake's Day when we had like you know, the eye patch and the the weird demon bird. Like oh you know, God. like to explain. Like yeah, and I think uh, extra points to you, Dickie, for uh, yeah getting the um, getting Cleo to uh, to and all of us to be a little bit emotional. A little bit. I know that was rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, having like the, the bringing also be the Cleo memorial. Like, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I, I'm not 100 sure about the authenticity of the accent I did, but then again, Dias is no, uh, very good. Pleasant. It was really good. You sounded like yeah, that sounded like sounded sound like... mayor. That was good. <laughs> Sam the cowboy. Yeah, but, I uh, liked it. Damn, everybody that was great. killed. Everybody killed. Yeah. 10,000%. Yeah. It was extremely emotional throughout like the whole oh, arc. Wow. Yeah, way too much. Which is oh, really it's, kind it's, of it's, cool because it wasn't like that in Hake's day. Yeah. No, I mean this was quite dark. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's interesting because I never really pictured Cleo's story like that 
Well, it's just like but it is. that that technology, that whole like you know, like it is a really horrible, invasive, weird, nasty thing to even even like yeah. consider making and existing. You know, the whole like Cleo putting herself in the beer, that part of it sort of feels fine, but like why was this thing made? What was it doing before then? Like I, yeah. I realized it had to be like this really like icky. I mean, when we did that to Bordis, I was like, this is not great, mm. but mm. Yeah. at least we didn't do it to an innocent person. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't uh, have to get to the point where I needed to check with the body I was in because I was like, come on, come on. All of us guys know the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, I mean, if like, you got sleeved, if you like, got sleeved, if you got what's sleeved, the first thing you do is check out the old check of all your parts. Yeah, on exactly. It. <laughs> That's the first thing you do. I don't know. What's the first thing you'd do? I don't know. Like you know, like try and run or something to sort of see how you take it. For I a think test I spin. would do like a stretch. Like I'd be like, how body does everything? Roll. Like a yeah. big body roll. Yeah. Like, oh, I wonder if roll. I can kill my tongue now. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thank you everyone for listening to another uh, episode and the whole arc for, for Cleo Day. <laughs> Holy well, shit. Well, you better listen to the whole arc. Boy, it took a lot of guts to make. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Willem. Thank you all for including me in this. Oh, yeah, it's been dude. amazing. Cheers for like for, so much fun. That 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 it's that powerful energy. Like when you and you and Dan get together on mine, there's, uh, <laughs> there's just like Cordis and Fran are a they are an institution. Yeah. Yeah. And it's if just you a, don't a know, power duo somehow. I don't know how it works so great, but uh I don't know. We never expected it, but it is. Mm. And if you don't know, they did this before. Same names, Bordis mm. and Fron, but they were half orc druids. Yeah. And it was magical. And so now we have to have this. Anytime I do an origin story, Bordis and Fron have to be there. Yeah. Different universe, same vibe. We can oh, put a like, link in the show notes for the Bigs uh, and Wedge in all the Final Fantasy games, you know? Yeah. yeah. Forever. Yeah. Bordis and Fron forever. That's the real love story here. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you want to help out the show, there are several ways you can do that. First is uh, free. Just log into iTunes. Give us a five-star review. That helps us climb charts. And if we're higher Please. in the chart, that means that more people get to listen to us. You hear every podcast say how important this stuff is with the reviews and the rating and the likes and all that stuff. But it really is the lifeblood yeah, for us. None of them are lying. You know? They're like, not lying. They're not. So uh, please, if you like us, do those things and help us uh, grow. Tell us, Tell share, a friend. share us with a friend. That is, we're still so small that we grow only with uh, word of mouth. So uh, yeah, we are, we mouth. are, we are a grassroots roots things. Uh, yeah, if you, if you, if you like us and you think, like, oh, wouldn't it be great if more people I, I could share my interests with and I could talk to yes. them about what happened on Cleo Day? Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Get them and like grab them by the scruff of the neck and say, "Listen, Buster, yeah. you're going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, we're going to listen to yeah. it together." Okay, yes. I've made a bowl of popcorn and I've got Get you your, your favorite drink, Fron. vanilla Coke. I've put two cubes of ice in here with Uh-oh. one straw. This okay. is how I know you like it. Please sit, <laughs> yeah. sit down on my yeah. favorite chair. You can have it for this like, next two hours. I thought you were going to say on my face. <laughs> <laughs> sit down on my <laughs> face. Uh, one on lap. Yeah, like story time. Look, yeah. however you do it, it's up to you. You're, you know, you're the king of your own castle or queen of your own land. Yeah, you know, weirdo. Just don't ask us. Go and just do it. But thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I guess there's one other way you can help us. Oh, how's that, Dickie? Uh, if you uh, well, pop over asking. to uh, backwaterbastards.com, you'll see a little link that goes to our Patreon. And uh, <gasps> uh, the, the, the only the only funding that we we get to keep this thing online to and to you know keep 
Dan and fancy synth music and explosion effects. Yes, is uh, is our Patreon, and yeah, if 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 you like what we do and you uh, feel like your income's disposable enough to dispose some of it in our direction, then please do. The you, you get access to a fancy to... piece of fruit a month. Oh, oh yeah, yes, yes, one yeah, fancy fruit a month. You get get some get access access to uh. Our uh, our second uh, slightly more casual podcast, uh, Sidearm, where we we talk absolute rubbish, or sometimes we talk amazingly insightful, important things. It's a bit of a yeah. mixture. Yeah. Well, not as much of that, you know. Hmm. Regardless, you access to that if you're, a, if you're a patron, I think on the the, the four four dollar tier is it? Yeah, the bag yeah, of fries. We've also got the entirety of our bag of, fries. Um, of our Dungeons and Dragons campaign that we did a couple years back, which is when you'll hear Hakes Day. We we keep mentioning during this. Yeah, the whole campaign from A to Z, fifty episodes, and uh, right all that you can get from Patreon. And um, this is this this there's plenty of people who've already gone done that. And uh, I'm gonna sing a little song. Oh, are you Dickie? in honor of them? Cheeky little song. It's music time. Cheaper by the dungeon and Lucas, the Abel Queen and Marcus, Nicola, Randy and Wybots, Trevor, Bentooth, Daphne, Doff, Shima, Jimmy, Govin, Pale, Maddest, Max and Bodie, Waco, Isaac the Captain, Tobias the Beard and Claude. Thank you everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed Cleo Day. We will be back with your reg- regularly scheduled bastards uh, next time. Don't forget your take for the bringing in. <laughs> <laughs> you did the Cleo laugh. I know. <laughs> I want to give it a go sometimes. I'll do the cool laugh. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. It ruins, it, it clips Almost every time. Yeah, I just eclipsed mine as well. We did it. Tune in next time for another Edge of Your Seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards. If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram.